It's all golden to me. It's my dream to have a golden beard. Younger <laughs> <laughs> but looks older. I'll even try a squat. Here we go. The, uh, the uh, six of clubs. The golden. Welcome to another episode of Talk Golden to Me, your host, Evan Golden, Golden TV, here in the studios at the law office of Berman & Berman. Today, we are going to be educated on media, brand strategy, influencers, marketing, television, and media by my friend, one and only, Andrea Ocampo. I threw a Latin accent when I said your name. I love it. Did you pick up on that? I did. I'm quite impressed. Well, I appreciate you coming to our studios today. There's so much I want to talk to you about. I know you have a new partnership with Throne Media. You've worked with the WWE and the Florida Panthers and Arena host and among so many other things with Minute Media. So uh, so many things I want to talk to you and, and learn from you because you really have found your niche and people are coming to you on what to do when it comes to media or branding because – Look, every business out there, every person out there are looking to gain exposure or gain awareness, separate themselves from the competition, whether they're selling a service, a, a widget, and it kind of all starts with kind of your brand and image. Is that something you're kind of helping and, and kind of creating a void for a lot of people now? You hit it on the head. Yeah. You, you are like <laughs> the perfect pitch man. <laughs> I feel that the landscape has changed. And let's see, I started when I was 19. I've been in this game for like 18 years, uh, going on 150. We're not aging anyone. I know, we're not, right? But I always honestly like to tell my age because uh, people think that success is an overnight thing. And for some people, sure, right? But for me, it wasn't, and I wouldn't have it any other way. To have longevity in this industry, and when I say this industry, the entertainment industry, right? But I'm noticing some really awesome trends, and I'm in a place where I want to be able to empower people with their brand, their marketing, television, because now I feel like all the lines are blurred. And it's so cool because now the industry in regards to broadcasting, anchors, sports stars, sports reporters, everybody's a star now, <laughs> right? Because they have what their own podcast everyone has a platform right everybody has a platform and i honestly think that you are crazy if you're not taking advantage of that because now you can create your own opportunities and when i saw that that there was a little space for me in order to create my own brand and my own empire right because we all want to build something that's um successful sustainable and lasting that's where i took um, the opportunity and i ran with it so tell me, is this? Are you speaking now with Throne Media? Is that your baby now that you're implementing and helping out other businesses and people and brands? Yes, absolutely. So Throne Media is my branding agency that I have with an amazing business partner, Lizzie Molina. It's so cool because it's the business where I have been able to take everything that I have learned from a journalistic standpoint, from a broadcasting standpoint, from marketing to directing and producing. And what's so valuable is the fact that I'm able to teach people how to grow their brands and how to make money and how to monetize it and really how to carve out your own lane in order to create a business. I mean, and for me, it's just really awesome because now I could be really transparent with my journey. Because before I was attached to other companies, right? Uh, what, the Florida Panthers, the WWE, mm -hmm. Disney, and, and the list goes on. So a lot of the times you have to be very PC and very careful with how you maneuver your conversations. But the fact that now that I have complete autonomy and creativity over my path and what I'm building, 
I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> yes, this is what we've been waiting for. Well, we're, we're excited to have you here. We are talking to Andrea Ocampo, and th this woman has really really set herself apart from other people that are in media and marketing and, and digital media and, and, and television and advertising. And you see your face everywhere in South Florida, which means it's always attached to a positive, great thing going on down Thank here as well. Thank you for saying that. It's true. It's true. I follow you and I see what goes on down here. So is there certain industries or businesses that can work with Throw Media, you and your partner, or is it kind of across the board? Where do you see kind of your target market and who you can really, you know, be assisting and implementing these strategies for? So Throne Media is a full service marketing and branding agency. Um, we are working with really interesting companies from lifestyle to fitness, um, even entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and some doctors that want to be able to launch their their authorship platform and we're creating their business models. And we have a niche within the company where we're servicing athletes, right? So athletes, it's awesome because the world of sports has been my world for the last, what, 10 plus years. And Lizzie, which she's a workhorse, which I love her to death because for me, it was really challenging to find a partner that really had my work ethic or, you know, it's it's just, it's hard to find partners in this space or in any space really. And I was able to find somebody that really matched my, my vision, my, my culture in regards to business and how we saw people's businesses, right? You have some work ethic. You don't stop, girl. You go, 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 go. <laughs> you know what? When you love what you do, it does not feel like work. And I think my biggest challenge is, is really balancing the personal and really finding time for vacation. And that's what I'm trying to do right now, really trying to find quality of life. But at the same time, uh, really work on my business. So I've always, <laughs> I haven't stopped working, right? But um, going back to the athlete things, we want to be able to build athletes and their sustainable business models because athletes, whether you're in the NFL, the NHL, and, and so forth, you really only have a specific timetable that you are in the league. And we want to be able to build your business models and your brands just to be able to create that sustainable model. No, that's important because, like I said, it's it's a short term. So you got a life after the sport and, and, and building something and building a brand and businesses, which you're seeing a lot more athletes do now. Absolutely. But they need – they need the assistance. They need they need the partnership, someone that could kind of help establish that. This way they could concentrate on what they're doing at hand and kind of have someone behind behind the scenes as a partner already establishing that and building those relationships. That, 100%. That, that I mean, you get sense. it. I mean, I mean, you've been in the game for such a long time. Um, but what's really cool with Throne Media, it's like we just don't have a typical agency mindset. I mean, I'm a producer. And that's what I love to do. I love to tell stories, and Lizzie loves to tell stories. I mean, her background is in public relations, and she's been in the world of sports for quite some time. So for us to be able to merge the fact that I'm a producer and a storyteller and a journalist, we are really able to create these amazing stories and create long-form content and short-form content and pitch it to brands that we have relationship relationships with, and it works. And it's seamless. It's just so crazy because when you are – in your zone of genius and when you are working from your heart and very authentic and keeping it real right um it's amazing what can happen now that that that's going to be exciting uh, i think a lot of businesses people that are viewing this or listening to this definitely take advantage of this because she's going to be only able to have so many clients to serve so get in get in now right yeah i mean <laughs> we love the boutique agency approach um, we don't want to work with everybody. Everybody doesn't want to work with us, and we are completely fine with that. I love to service my clients because they become a part of the family, and I really want to empower people and give them the tools necessary 
to launch their own thing, whatever that may be. Because I know how it feels to be at a mercy of a producer and hating where you work and feeling tied down creatively. And mm -hmm. when you feel like you're tied down creatively or if you feel like you're surrounded by people that really don't um, share your, your ethics or your, your moral values. And if you're in that for years upon years, you can find yourself in a shitty place. Can I curse? Yeah, it's okay. Okay, beep, <laughs> in a really bad place. Right. So the fact that I have this opportunity to help people and it's really cool because I'm doing a lot of public speaking at universities. And yeah, and I know you've done kids. a lot. Well, congratulations, you and Lizzie. That That's going to be exciting is that this business grows and thrives. And she's not done when she's not doing thrown media like she was just alluding to. She does so many speaking engagements. I've had the privilege of seeing you and and hearing you. And, and you're very empowering. I think for a lot Thank of you. women, too, you know, you're like, listen. You're like the dream girl. You love sports and, <laughs> you, you know, you, you're a hard worker and you're independent. So, um, you know, all your kind of qualities is, is very inspiring. But you've really become a fearless person to really just, like you're saying, you keep it real. And so many women now are, are, are keeping it fake. And, and how do you kind of just kind of have that mentality to, to be who you are? Well, thank you for saying that because I think sometimes, and I, I'm sure that you can um, attest to that, when you're just working and, you know, nose to the grindstone, you don't know how you're perceived, right? You're like, I think, I mean, I have an intention and hopefully people can see that I love what I do and I have good intentions and this is the bigger picture. But thank you for saying that. Um, I think, you know, social media has changed the game for the better and worse, right? It's like, thank goodness for social media, but at the same time, social media, I mean, the fact that we can Photoshop and put a filter and create this happy narrative behind everything, I think we're all a little bit exhausted, frankly. I mean, I'm very purposeful about what I put out there, so you're not going to see a picture of me, like, in bed drooling unless <laughs> there's, a, there's an ROI at the end, right? But within my captions and my story, I really like to um, just pull down the veil Everything is everything. It's time to just really be authentic. And I was talking to a friend of mine, a filmmaker. I was on his podcast, and we we're talking about the authenticity of um, of storytelling and how important storytelling is. And I think when you are really vulnerable with your story, I think that's when all the, the we don't need to just we don't need to pretend anymore. Let's not pretend, guys. I mean, what you see in my social media, like I said, it's very purposeful. There's a reason why everything is curated. I'm a business, but there's a huge struggle and there's a huge story behind that. And there's heartbreak and, you know, there's tragedy and divorce and uh, the drama behind it all. But I think now we're really tired of the perfect Instagram model. I, yeah, I wish I had those, that hourglass body, but that's not, that's not it, right? I think we're over it. And that's why we take so much pride in storytelling and I think it's just time to talk and there's no such thing as perfection I appreciate you saying that and I've been given the gift to see people's energy and their aura and their soul so I, I see that but what I'm seeing from you is certainly delightful and positive and um, and something that I think people should reflect on and, and, and emulate so you're doing things right in this planet earth and as, as a human being well thank you you know I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday um, Noah and he was one of my mentors when I started the Florida Panthers. And, you know, when we were starting in the industry, we were, we were budding and we were just so happy and optimistic. And, you know, what, eight years later, we're a little tired. We feel a little, a little weathered. And I think, <laughs> you know, our story really, it drew a lot of parallels. We went through so much. And then I think when you go through a lot in this industry and 
this industry, I just think, heightens everything, right? If you're not healed or if you have some issues, and we all have issues, right? We're all uh, dealing with our own demons one way or another. I think it highlights it. And I think it just really puts a mirror in front of you, and it really it forces you to ask honest questions. Do I want to stay in this industry, and what does that mean to me? Does that mean do I sell my soul? Do I compromise my morals? Do, you know, just am I happy? Am I spending time with my family? Because this industry just asks so much of you. And when you really get authentic and really figure out what your purpose is on this planet, I think it's those are those are the questions that you need to ask yourself. And those are the questions that I had to ask myself in order to launch my business, in order to really make some sacrifices and say no to being a sports reporter. You know, I've it was a great time in my life, but I needed to make some serious changes in order to really live what I wanted to do ultimately. Good for you. And that, that that's number one. I, You know, I, you and I have been friends for many years now, and you're kind of entourage. All the girls you hang out with are all kind of like in the entertainment industry or TV personalities. Oh, they're all superstars. I love them. Now, how does that dynamic work? I, I mean, because look, women, I hear how these girls talk. I mean, they are so judgmental and... And, and and they'll Rare. say one thing to your face. How does this click? I mean, you're friends with like five or six girls that are all in the entertainment or TV or news industry. Are you honestly all happy for each other when you book a gig or you all want each other to win? Like, what's that relationship like? I mean, I say 100% yes. Because like I said, listen, I'm 38. I need mm-hmm. to be honest with how old I am and all that stuff for me. That's not a taboo. I mean, my, one of my best friends, Kelly Blanco, what she's a part of Channel 6, incredibly successful. We knew each other when we were going to castings, and we were, you know, what, 19, 20? <laughs> and to see our growth and to be there for one another, and it's really hard to find girls in this world and in this industry that can really uh, cheer you on or really happy for you. And I think when you find those girls, you should not let go and just lift each other up. I mean, your your success is their success and vice versa. And I always say there is enough to eat at the table, mm-hmm. right, for each and every one of us. Um, I am a huge believer in that. And granted, there's a lot of growth that we have to go in order to really believe that authentically. But the, everybody's in their own lane and we don't lose by cheering each other on or helping. I mean, that's why I want to, I want to help whoever needs it. If you're, I never envisioned that I had competition. I always thought that I was in competition with myself and granted I had my moments right when I was a lot younger where I felt intimidated when I was lacking confidence and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm a shorty. And she's like six foot, whatever, and blonde. And of course we go through that moment, but when we go through it all, the only thing that we have is our family and friends. In my group, they're just fierce women, and I I cheer for them, and I know that they cheer for me. I like that. I like that. I was just one. I, I I it seemed like that, so I just wanted to get clarification from and you. And you know on that. what? Good for you, girls. I love that. If true I, friendship. But if I I feel that somebody is not one hundred, I just leave. I do not care. I don't have time. Right. I I will help you as much as I can, but I'm not going to put myself around energies and people that don't want the best for me. And I'm very unapologetic about it. I'm always going to be kind and polite. But if I feel that somebody is not 100, and I know if you're not, because I have that gift, you know, and I'm sure you do too. You're, I, I'm, you're yeah, good an into it and good intuition, right? Absolutely. We have that kind of intuition because yeah. we're, we're, you know, we're people, people, people. We're always talking and 
good communication skills. So I think when we when it comes to judging and reading, we'll, we'll sniff that out. 100%. 100%. And like I said, I don't want to be like, you know, this like Debbie sunshine and sprinkles and sparkles. Um, you know, I know when somebody's not authentic and I just I just leave. I just remove myself from the equation. <laughs> that is probably great advice for people. So. Yeah. There's no need to be catty. There's no need to be rude. I believe in honesty. If you need to say your piece, say your piece. But at the same time, make sure it's not bringing your vibration down. And also, when you feel that way towards somebody, it's a reflection of you. Stuff that you need to That's right. work on. Exactly. Let's talk a little sports. You know I love sports. Let me hear about just a couple stories. You had you had exclusive access to the Florida Panthers and WWE. <laughs> like you're walking into I'm sure locker rooms and hearing things and seeing things you probably shouldn't have seen and I'm sure players and athletes are sending you and talk, telling you, come on, we need a little bit of dirt from you. Let me hear some stories or some things you couldn't believe that happened on tour with the WWE, and then we'll go into the Florida Panthers, starting with wrestling first. You know, I am so boring. And it's so funny because since I've always been such a workhorse, right, my, my nose is just on the grindstone. Like, I always took myself out of any type of you drama. You block it out. Because I was always concerned for my job, my job, and I never wanted to be locker room gossip. That was like my my priority going into the world of sports. Even as a Miami Dolphins cheerleader, I just remember uh, the rules echoing in my mind. You can't date or fraternize with, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. It's not my type anyway. Right. And I guess I was just like such a goody two shoes in that world that I stayed away from a lot of craziness. And I'm also a believer um, the vibe that you put out is what you're going to get back. So for the most part, everybody was very – even in the WWE, they're still uh, really good friends of mine. You know, the guys and the girls in the locker room, we – their successes. I mean, I still watch their matches on TV and what they do. It's like I'm incredibly proud of them. But honestly, everybody's tired. <laughs> everybody's <laughs> tired on the road. And in regards to anything crazy, obviously there's – that stuff – a girl doesn't kiss and tell. <laughs> All right. We thought we'd get something out of her. Nah. But listen, but that that is what makes you such a professional, and that's what's given you this longevity in the entertainment industry is maintaining that professionalism and knowing that it's a, every job for you, big or small, I know that you give 110% and you kill it. So that's where, I, where you are is where you are because of that 100%. Thank you, Evan. Come on. And I tell it how it is too. I keep it 100, girl. I want to say that I'm incredibly impressed with your career as well. Right. And I'm not going to turn around me being the interviewer. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's weird being interviewed. But what you've created here is incredibly impressive. And you've you've been in the game for such a long time. And how have you been able to acclimate and completely reinvent yourself? And I love that conversation because in order to stay relevant, even with TV hosts and I mean, t there's a lot of um, anchors and TV hosts that are coming to me. They're like. How do I stay relevant? Because the game is changing. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, you know, you have to embrace technology, obviously, with, you know, and you have to be able to change. So I think a lot of people have the fear of change. Mm -hmm. And um, one thing with myself is I've just always have been, I want to say fearless in a way that I'm willing to, to knock on any door and I'll knock on it harder than maybe the competition, but I'm willing to, I'm willing to try anything and, and experiment with it. And whether mm -hmm. it's, you know, utilizing this selfie stick microphone that was sent to me as a prototype <laughs> from Israel. And it's crazy because I use that now at, at gigs and, you know, talent and 
guests will come and talk to me before they're coming talking to national news, even local news. And I'm like, I feel bad because they're like all professional with the cameras and lighting. And I have this selfie stick microphone that was sent to me, but it's just something unique. And it's, and it's kind but of, it works. It, it does. Completely works. It, and and it, it's fun. It's a way for you to kind of have an intimate conversation that no one's really having. And it's, what I'm noticing now is the fact that you can compare apples to apples. Your selfie stick and, you know, your your cool rig that's less than 100. I don't, I don't know how much it is. But <laughs> compared to somebody else's rig and setup that can be thousands and thousands of dollars, your, your uh, content could potentially have more interaction, right? It can be reaching more. It can be felt as authentic. It's just crazy to me what people can do. And I think that's where the game is changing. Some people are embracing it and some people are freaking out. Absolutely. I think, yeah, you have to be, you have to welcome, you have to welcome change and you have to be willing to experiment. What worked five, 10 years ago doesn't work now. I remember the times of just even internet, you could post one press release and that's going to be on the top of Google for weeks and weeks and weeks. And now these things are like hidden. So finding just new ways to reach that audience is is crucial. And, um, and staying consistent is, is very important as well. It's hard too, to yeah, stay consistent. Absolutely. It's very hard because especially someone like myself who has a family and, and I, I get so passionate. I love I love supporting the arts, especially here in South Florida. Whether you are an artist, a, a singer, a musician, an actor, an entertainment reporter, I love supporting anyone that's in the arts, behind the scenes, or in front of the camera. So when I do hear about opportunities and get involved, I kind of sometimes overextend myself because I want to. You're everywhere. I don't I, know how you do it. Because I want. Because I I don't want. I want to be a part of that project because. I'm also like a big proponent of you don't have to go out to California and oh. Hollywood to work in your passion if it isn't entertainment, which that you're proving yeah. it. Absolutely. You know, I the fact that you're everywhere, I mean, I've kind of kept a low profile just working on my business. Of course, what I put out there is is business related, but things have shifted drastically for me. I'm not on the scene anymore just because I'm working, right, and launching my business. But I have some things in the works, very, very quiet and um, I just have so much respect for, you know, even my friend Kelly and the girls that are out in the scene and doing their thing. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> are you so tired? You're the most eligible bachelor in South Florida. Oh, my you God. You're not even chasing any kids like us. No, no kids yet. And you said, though, you said athletes are not your type. What is your type? Let's just go relationship really quick because people that are watching this, they're going to be attacking you now <laughs> that they know that you're single. What is your what is your dream man? Okay, so what's interesting is I do have a boyfriend right now. I'm giving my Ooh. personal life an opportunity, right? Because in this in this world, right, when you're constantly traveling, I was on the road for what years upon years, living out of suitcase. It's hard to have a healthy relationship. Um, but an ideal man, if you can make me laugh, that's that's awesome. That's what I like to hear. See, she's not vain. This is a real woman we have on the show here. But this mysterious boyfriend better put a ring on this finger soon because <laughs> people after watching this, they're gonna be stealing her. Listen, you don't. You're very. You're a rare breed to find that's someone as. So I don't, I don't she, look at myself like that. She <laughs> loves sports. She's beautiful. She's intelligent. She's a hard worker. She don't need your money. She's making her own. And, and she's she's busy all the time working, so you get some free time. That's like the ultimate ultimate yes. relationship. You definitely get a lot of free time if, if you're hanging out with me. Absence <laughs> makes the heart grow fonder. I definitely agree. See? Wow. I think we're falling for each other. Hmm. Andrea Golden. Nah. Yes. See? Oh, your wife may be a little, you know. Trying to add a couple more. <laughs> we need help. We need help. She's she's all for it. Okay. We need help. We're teasing. We're teasing. We're talking to Andrea Campo. This woman is just, she's fascinating to speak with because she speaks from her heart and her soul. And, and she's just so passionate, whether she's 
at a, at a speaking engagement for thousands of businessmen to a one-on-one personal kind of media coaching. So many opportunities with you. So uh, it's it's awesome to kind of just kind of find the person because sometimes when you see people on social media or TV, you don't really get to you don't get to find out kind of their, their their whole soul and their whole intentions and their and their true passions. Yeah, I, that's why I love social media too because you know people you don't know what you're getting, but they are accessible enough that you're going to be able to sniff out <laughs> if they're the real deal, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I, we 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 want to keep talking to you. We don't want we don't want to stop because there's just so much more to, to learn from you. And I guess when you're not working, what are you doing? Because you're look, South Florida is paradise, right? You got oh, yeah. What are you doing when you're not working? You beaching it? You still going to the hot spots? Um. So I moved to Miami like two years ago. I'm living on the water. And before when I was in Orlando, I moved to Orlando when I was uh, working with the WW. I was there for a couple years. I realized that I missed the ocean, right? I really felt landlocked. Cocoa Beach is too far when you're in Orlando. Yeah, and Orlando was really cool, but it really made me miss Miami. So I said to myself, I'm going to launch my business. I'm going to move back down there, and things are really going to change. So right now, I'm living on the water. I love it, so I don't have to go far to enjoy some R&R. I am very low-key. I love to eat. I'm actually on the keto diet right now, but um, I love to eat. I love the yummy hot spots. Um, I love to lay out. I love to read. Nothing crazy, just as long as I'm able to be at peace, because right now that's really where my happiness lies, just really be surrounded by the people that I love, very low-key, and just work on my craft. And I know you said, like, what I do for fun, but... I love telling stories, and it does never really feel like work, and that's the thing. That that's good. So that, I think I miss dancing, though. I miss dancing. When, I haven't really been dancing in a while. What kind of dance? Well, before you know, so after the Dolphins cheerleaders, I became a professional salsa dancer and just a choreographer, and that you know my past life I feel. But dancing was o- always such a huge part of who I was, and that's something that I think I need to pick up again, just for fitness and for fun and for my soul, really. Dancing's the best. I know. Listen, making the Dolphins cheerleading team, just to talk about that, is one of the hard. If you don't, it's not that easy. You can't just be a beautiful face to make the Dolphins cheerleading. I've covered the tryouts and I've seen these girls hysterically crying and they've made it to like one round and second round. It is a, it's a quite an accomplishment to make that team. I don't think people realize like how many girls go out and they're, even if you made the team last year, you're still got to try out again. Like it is grueling and that is a tough process. So you must be able to move pretty good to be a Dolphins cheerleader. Well, I mean, being a part of the organization, not just a dancer, but you have to have a lot of cool skills. But what was really cool is that this past audition, I had the honor of hosting it. I had the honor of hosting the auditions. So for me, the fact that it just completely was a whole, you know, starting from there when I was a kid, essentially, and then being able to be on the other side and help judge and just see the girls from my perspective and give them the, you know, words of encouragement. I know exactly what they were feeling and you know, what it takes to, you know, with the hair and the lashes and the working out and the choreography and just like the mental game with that organization and what it takes. Um, nothing but props to all the girls that yeah, are part it, of it. it. Yeah. So congratulations for you for having that, that experience in your life. And I know what you have to do, the leg kick. If it doesn't get a certain height, you're not making the team, right? Nope. Don't they bring out a ruler or something? <laughs> if you're not getting a certain if, height. If, when I was there, it felt like they brought out a ruler. No, they didn't, <laughs> but they're, they're, they're a little strict. No, they are. <laughs> I try, I've, I've been to those things. They're, 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 I'm not, I'm not going just to check out the girls. I was covering it, but it, it was, it was like, 
it was like so I was so sad because some of some of these women just you saw how much it meant to them and how many of them mm-hmm. were trying and they they were beautiful but you have to have like you said you have to have a certain skill set so you know I really I really credit the Miami Dolphins to um, they really helped me as a professional when I was younger I was one of the youngest at the time this was a while ago but um, was turning 19 years old I made the team and it really helped me. Um, just jump into a role in the world of entertainment and it helped me um, with my work ethic because they're really, really um, strict, right? So when I was younger, I knew that I had to learn a lot of skills in order to be a part of a certain organization. And because of them, I was really able to um, grow um, not only as a professional, it wasn't just dancing because for me, I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be in the world of sports and I was in a perfect opportunity to take advantage of that. And they gave me a lot of opportunities in Spanish and in English to be an ambassador for the team. And that's really what opened up the world of journalism and modeling and acting at that time. That's a, who knew? Who knew that Dolphins helped create I, that work ethic and, and instilled those fundamentals into you? I always give the Dolphins Look props. Look at that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Listen, I've, you've done so many that the Dolphins daily videos for them and mm-hmm. now going back to help judging the cheerleaders. So. You've kind of you've had access and you've had to experience things that people that are diehard sports fans down here, you know, are, are very jealous of you. But it, you don't just get those things given to you. She has worked her butt off for a lot of these things. So we definitely have to work hard. You got to work hard. No <laughs> one's giving you anything in life. You got to sometimes no. work hard. You got to you got to create it. What's kind of just words of wisdom? You seem to be just someone that has, you know, you're very insightful and um I don't want to say spiritual, but I'm, I'm sensing that you have some good words of wisdom for our viewers and listeners. I mean, I'm in a point in my life right now that I just want to offer value to people, right? I just want to help. I just want to, ser- I just want to serve because now I have this body of work and I've been able to figure out what makes me happy. And it's constantly changing. And I have a lot of entrepreneurs and people that want to break into the world of sports, men and women. And just people asking me a lot of questions regarding this this industry and their business models and whatnot. And I just, I want to give them all my information, right? That's why I launched my business and that's why I'm going to universities and, and just trying to help people. But there's so many things, I mean, I can talk about this forever, right? <laughs> um, I would have to say for, from so many perspectives, understand why you want to get into this business. Understand why you want to be an entrepreneur. Right. A lot of people now they glorify everything, whether you're an entrepreneur and it's like the five seconds of right, whether it's fame or fortune, everything is going to take a lot of hard work. And I love the fact that you mentioned um, the fact that it it's not given to you easily and you don't want something to be given to you easily because you're really not able to appreciate it because if you you, you can't appreciate the sweet without the sour, I'm a huge proponent in that. I like that. Um and when you realize that it really takes so much grit and passion and dedication and a lot of sacrifice, you take care of it, right? So a lot of a lot of opportunities, if they're handed to you, hey, you know, whatever, whatevs. And you're not going to be able to really grow it like your baby. So number one, be authentic as to why you want to start something. Because if you're not authentic about it and if you don't know why, it's going to be taken from you. Life just does that. It's, it's an energy thing. Um, create a plan, create a plan and be fearless. Don't be afraid to to take chances because I think now more than ever, it's okay to, to fail. I've failed a billion times and it only takes that one yes or that one thing that you did correct in order to propel you forward. Right. But I always say just, um, be very fearless. Um, 
don't be afraid to just be honest and have really authentic conversations and reach out to people for help because people are people really want to help you i mean obviously you have the haters that don't but (laughs) i promise there's more people that are going to want to see you succeed and i always say create a plan because before i would always say um but throwing noodles, uh, throwing spaghetti against the wall to see what sticks. For me, that worked t- until a certain point, right? You can only do that for so long and then realize that you're spinning your wheels, spending your money and like hanging out with so many people that, <laughs> that are going to suck your life worse, <laughs> right? But I think, you know, be fearless and really have a plan. And if it doesn't work, just readjust. But right now, anybody can be anything and, and in so many capacities. And you're crazy for not building your brand, Honestly, it is. It is a buzzword, but if you're doing it correctly, I promise you're going to build something. Um, And my biggest proponent, if you're going to take one thing away, build your own thing. You don't need to work for a company anymore. You don't. I say, yes, work with a company and collaborate with, with other entities, but think a little bit farther. What can you be if you weren't employed by a corporation, right? What, what do you want to do and do it? Um, a friend of mine, when I was talking to yesterday, he's like, he wanted to break into the world of producing. And then he was just, we were going over a lot of scenarios. And I was just like, listen, my biggest piece of advice is build your own thing. You want to be a producer. You want to be able to show your body of work, right? Nobody's going to ever take that away from you. And then I'm like, because that's what I did. I wanted to be a producer. I wanted to launch my motivational series. How can I do that? I did it on my own dime. I did it. It was a project from beginning to end. And then from there, a lot of opportunity sprung. So I would say be fearless and build something. Those are great golden nuggets. Get that? I like that. No, because look, so many people. Do you people, have that trademark, golden nuggets? I, w- I wanted to, to be part of the show and I got to eat chicken nuggets with my guests, but <laughs> they didn't approve that. Hey, it's protein, isn't it? It it's is It's part protein. of the keto diet. It is. Keto, keto. <laughs> but those are great golden nuggets. And I think I think those are words of wisdom because it's so important that you don't just rely on someone creating something for you or giving you something. If you want it, create it yourself. If you want your own podcast, create it. If you want your own television show, go on IGTV and start creating it. So the, the platforms are there for anybody and everybody. But again, they have to be fearless. As people, we are, we tend to be kind of sheep and not lions and follow, follow, follow. And mm-hmm. you kind of have to. And, and it's hard to be fearless. And like you said before, rejection is so common in the entertainment industry. You know, you obviously have to have thick skin, but it's what you do with that rejection. And I've always had that attitude since day one, since I was in the industry is, yeah, I'll go on this audition. Whether I get it or not, I'm probably going to meet someone in the casting room. I'm going to meet the producer, the writer. I'll take something positive out of any situation. You have to. Honestly, mindset is everything in this game. And it doesn't even matter if you're not working in this industry. It's all about mindset. You're going to call in what you think and what you dream about. And it really is what you do with opportunities. I mean, for me, Mm -hmm. listen. My contract with the WWE did not get renewed. And I don't really talk about the story so much. Now is when I'm really being very authentic. And if my contract wasn't extended, you know, if, if my contract was renewed, I wouldn't have launched my motivational series. I wouldn't have launched my own company. I wouldn't have gotten on my ultimate passion. I loved what I was doing with that company. And granted, I wasn't happy with my contract. When it got, when it did not get renewed, I was devastated because I had to go, you know, I had to uplift my life, uproot it again. And it mm-hmm. was, and it, for me, it was a form of rejection. 
nobody wants to say, sorry, you're not going to be a part of this organization anymore, especially when you give an entity all of your heart and soul and, and hard work. And then got up and moved for them. One, exactly. Even though it was Orlando, I don't care. <laughs> it felt like a different planet. And it's, it, you know, and I'm just using the WWE as an example because we all have those those moments. But for me, it was the ultimate fork in the road. I was devastated. It really put me into a, a spiral of depression. It was like, it was, it was really rough. And at that moment, I needed to ask myself, who was I in this space? You know, was I going to let something like this really deter me from the future? Because I really had a lot of successful stints prior to the WWE. It was nonstop success, right? Oh, you know, the crowd goes wild, right? But then, but in that time that I was with that organization, guys, I was miserable. I was miserable. It wasn't because of them. It was just because of me at the time and what I was going through. And then I really had to ask myself some serious questions. Do, who do you want to continue to be in this space? Remember, I was doing everything since I was 19. And then what, the, I'm 38 now. What, what, that was like 35 when I was with, with that company. So it's a lot, right? And you and you get presented opportunities where, where you where there's a mirror in front of you, and you're asked many times in your life, who are you and who do you want to continue to be? And because because my my contract didn't get renewed, I had to make some really drastic decisions to get some really different results. Well, it's like you said before. Sometimes you need the sour to have the sweet, and I hate to use cliches. Everything happens for a reason, but. Um Again, it goes back to your mindset and your and, and kind of your mind process. If does something happen that's maybe negative or something you don't mm-hmm. want it, what are you are you going to bounce back? Are you going to dwell on that? Are you going to keep going sinker and deeper and deeper? 100%. Or, or are you going to you know get a self check, look yourself in the mirror, and say this wasn't my passion, this wasn't my destiny, and and try to find you have one life to live on this planet Earth, live it right and how you want, and you are a perfect example that someone that's doing it and, and doing their passion, which more people need to do. Oh, thank you for that. And it's, you know, I, I'm very positive, but the road to positivity is not all gravy, (laughs) right? It's like for me to go through that moment of introspection. I mean, I had the moments where I ate all the, the ice cream in the can, you know, in the bucket and stuff like that. And I had my crying sob stories and just my really dark moments, but it's what we do with those moments. I always say it's okay to hang out there, but just don't unpack your bags there. Excellent advice again. Let's stay happy, people. Stay positive. Yes. (laughs) Follow her on social media, official Andrea Campo TV on Instagram. Does motivational speaking. Make sure you get informed with her company, Throne Media. Just so many opportunities here. A delight to speak with. She's inspiring me and so many across the nation from businesses and branding and strategy and motivation and influencing. So awesome follow, awesome person. Glad to call you a friend, which which is the best part of all I of this. I know. We're actually legit friends. And that's what's really cool because, like I said, in this world or in this industry, it's really hard to find good humans, right? And the fact that we've been rubbing elbows for such a long time and just scaling that wall and the fact that we can still call each other friends is cool. Absolutely. We know we both wish only the best for each other and we wish for everyone the best for them who's ever watching and listening. So we appreciate your time subscribe like and follow us that's what keeps the show going and gives us the opportunity to bring on special guests like this young woman so follow her as well thank you again for joining us to another episode of talk golden to me as always we're in the lofts of berman and berman show doesn't go on without them but thank you again andrea you are amazing person i'm blowing you a kiss catch it she got it yes yes thank you for having me my pleasure we out of here